Hey everyone, welcome to the Bagel Boy Show. My name is Wes. <laughs> so let me just say, welcome to the Bagel Boy Show. This is a movie podcast. This is a movie podcast. It's not meant to be taken seriously, seriously. Don't take this seriously, guys. Please, Sorry to cut you off. we beg of you. Welcome to the Bagel Boys. Am I right, ladies and gentlemen? Hey everybody, welcome to the Bagelverse. What do we do here? Well, we do talk about movies. We are your co-hosts. I'm Wes, and that is Daniel. The Robin to his Batman. I think you'd be the Batman in this situation. Let's be honest here. We're both like two bumbling Jim Gordons. <laughs> and this is a mini-series. It's a min- It's just a little one. It's a mini-series. We go through different mini-series, covering five-year-old films, franchises, and finally actors. Finally! <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Finally, actors. After many months. <laughs> and this is our franchise series on the movies of Rocky. On the films of Brad Pitt. Spider-Man. The movies of 2016. This is a mini-series on the actor Matt Damon. Matthew yeah. Robert Damon. 2015 movie series. This is our franchise series on the Batman. The show that has never once deviated from its original hosting schedule. Welcome to the Bagel Boys show. My name is Daniel. My name is Shay Foster. (laughs) (laughs) You try to do something nice. Two things I know about podcasts, guys. (laughs) One, which one's my camera? It's it's a visual medium and you can't edit audio, so it has to stay. It was too loud. I'm screaming into the mic. I can edit this post. Do you not know what I do? <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing already. <laughs> well, Wes. Yeah. We're retired now. <laughs> That's it. It's we, a wrap. We moved into our bagel beach house. A, a bagel bungalow, if you will. <laughs> bagel bungalow? Right on the beach. Beachside bag, bagel bungalow. <laughs> Welcome to the bungalow, boys. <laughs> A show that's not a show because we've stopped. We've stopped. <laughs> Listen, we're retired. We took our millions from the show, cashed it in. We bought this little bungalow, and we're up on the beach, and we're just watching Moneyball every day. <laughs> <laughs> Moneyball and Creed. <laughs> it's just a loop. Goes back and forth between one or the other. <laughs> You're cooking hamburgers outside. <laughs> I'm just gotta kiss the cook apron on. <laughs> What am I doing? This We've productive? been snacking. <laughs> Our dew is different, and we're certainly not snacks. No. Wow. No. Uh, we are here. We're at the oh. we're at the end of the road. Yep. The end of the rainbow. Some would say it's mm. been a long journey, mm. a longer journey than expected. You think so? I think so. I feel like it's shorter. There were, I think, after the first three episodes, there was a moment where I was like, okay, these are, I'm putting these out and mm-hmm. I'm learning. At what point do we say, okay, n- like, I can learn, but there's no point to continue on after I'm done, like, learning or upgrading, or it's not worth to upgrade mm-hmm. audio equipment and stuff like that. We're older and wiser. I think it exceeded expectations as far as, like, how many people actually listen to our show, mm-hmm. the Bagel Boys show? Absolutely. This was a movie podcast. Oh, it makes me sad. Daniel, what was this movie podcast about? The oh, show? Man, let me take a minute and try to remember. 
That was back in our younger days. You're not Wes, by the way. I'm not Wes. And I'm not Daniel. Well, if I'm if memory serves me correctly, it was a movie podcast that was not meant to be taken seriously seriously. You can take it any kind of way you want it. Mm-hmm. Just not seriously. <laughs> exactly. We were that. That was it. And then we decided, we're going all the way back here, because first we just let's just get this out of the way. A little, mm-hmm. a little verbal history here. Mm-hmm. We had talked about starting this podcast, pretty much all of 2019. Yeah, and 2019 proceeded to be one of the best, and it's a few years removed now. So I'm confident in saying that of like the 2010s, probably one of the better years if if you had to rank the 2010s mm-hmm. it's the best 2019 year. it's like the it's right there i think the it's golden the, age of cinema right, it was so good something for everybody inventive cinema creative cinema parasite Ad Astra. parasite oh, one like <laughs> i jumped in with that astra well, sorry no, no, no that's a perfect example yeah that yeah, astra is yeah. not getting made anymore it's right not. well they are talking about putting it out as a series on hbo Really? No. Oh. No, but would you be surprised? (laughs) Of course not. Space adventures in the Astra cinema cinema universe. But yeah, so the whole 2019, banger after banger, we're like, listen, nothing's slowing this train down, baby. Mm -mm. We got to talk movies. Chugga chugga. Was interested in uh, audio editing and producing stuff like that. And so I was like, you know what? Let's marry those two ideas together. Most of our conversations were about movies anyways. Mm Mm-hmm. So what do we call it? We didn't have... That was really what was holding us up. We struggled for a while. For we a name. We couldn't find anything. Yeah, we didn't... The Wes and Daniel show, that was so no. boring. Uh, anything with, like, movie in the title has mm-hmm. already been taken for the most part. It yep. just sounds way too generic. Yeah. The one I had, and I this is, again, I don't know how close this was as even something we considered, but... In my iPhone notes here, scrolling as far back as mm-hmm. I can go, I do have a note that just says, like, about titles. Bagel Boy show isn't even written down in there. But one of them that was left in there said, let's all go to the lobby. Like, the little jingle oh, they yeah. used to play. Do you remember that? Yeah, I don't yeah. know how let's close that was. And that's all good. Like, as the name of the show. Uh-huh. I don't know if that would have been better or worse. I still really like Bagel Boys. Do we want no, to talk? No, it should have been that. <laughs> All this is rebrand. Every episode, we just go back go and back record and over. This is the Let's All Go to the Lobby podcast. It's a movie podcast. <laughs> Everything else is the same. Uh, uh, yeah. What yeah. were th- any other names? I, that not we had? that I found. Yeah. I can't remember any others off the top of my head because Bagel Boys was the one where. So do we want to? Do we want to tell the story? I think we, we should. We probably should. People, or should we keep it a secret the rest of our lives? And I feel like a handful of people know. We kill maybe. them. <laughs> You're listening to this now. You're a loose end if you know. It's only a matter of time. We're finding you. <laughs> We're gonna knock on the door. I don't even think Shane does, so Shay, you're safe. <laughs> We've kept it secret from our wives. <laughs> it's a secret. It's, it's, it's a stupid, stupid inside joke, but it is related to movies. Movies that we haven't talked about, that were probably the most requested movies for us to talk about, but mm-hmm. it's become an annual tradition for me, the siblings, and Daniel, and a few others have come and gone through the years for 
uh, Star Wars Day, where we attempt in, as it's progressed, this random order to watch mm-hmm. Star Wars movies. But that particular year, we just tried to rip through start to finish before Rise of Skywalker came out at the end of 2019. Are we doing that this year, by the way? What? Star Wars Day. No. Well, oh, oh, we're doing what? Star Wars Day. Oh, I thought okay, you meant covering okay. this. I'm like, this is the last episode. We're not covering Star Wars <laughs> <What>? Day. <laughs> Didn't you get the memo? This is the last episode. This is Don't it. The podcast it. is done. I promised myself yeah. I wouldn't cry. We, I, it, some, because we started at like 5 a.m. And we got like the, I don't know if like the inverse of slap happy where you mm-hmm. just wake up too early and by like 9 a.m. You're just loopy as yep. hell. And for some reason we just latched on. To these two younglings in the background of Attack of the Clones, it's the scene where Yoda's training the class, yes. and he's he's busting Obi Wan's balls because he said he lost a planet. He's yeah. like, "Get a load of this guy!" All the younglings are laughing at him. Like, what an idiot! He won't get his own show. Yeah, and so he we just—you're <laughs> not gonna Disney Plus me. <laughs> they all die. <laughs> but yeah, we just riffing off of that idea. And anytime younglings in the prequels would show up, we just would have this joke with these two like chubby white ones in the background getting like eating snacks like a charcuterie board and like getting early for like some breakfast and bagel bar and stuff like yeah, that. It looks yeah. like they don't even know how to hold a lightsaber correctly. <laughs> it looks like they didn't pay attention at all. It would be like if me and Wes trained to be Jedi's. So we're just goofing off in the back. So we're the joke started where <laughs> it's not funny it's to not like, funny but it's, it's stupid it's, like this remembering it's in such a thing that we haven't talked about for so long but it's this ongoing we said show. we said that they were not at the temple when order 66 happened they were at dexter's eating bagels, eating bagels. and they just always going on outside and they're like yay <laughs> they see smoke from the, from the jedi temple it's on fire they're just take another big bite some cream cheese, like perfectly spread bagel. They were playing hooky that day, like, oh, that paid off. (laughs) (laughs) And so we saw Rise of Skywalker, Mm -hmm. like, within the next few days, and we're like, all right, let's just make it easy on ourselves. The first episode will be about Rise of Skywalker, (laughs) and the show will be called The Bagel Boys. Mm -hmm. And the rest is history. The rest is history. Um, Literally, because it's in the past, the show is over. We, well, yeah, sorry for those of you tuning in. You missed it. Uh, yeah, and so we did our first episode on Star Wars that never aired because it it's wasn't good. It's not good at all. It's really quite terrible, um, audio wise, conversation wise. And what's funny is we recorded it in a car and like mm-hmm. on an iPad. There was like no mic whatsoever. And as time went mm-hmm. on. You know, we got, like, a standard USB mic, and then another one on top of that, and then eventually to what we're, we're doing now. And hopefully, you can tell that it sounds better, and that we sound better, and our, our ideas are just fully formed, and we can converse for a good hour and a half about the movies we like and things we enjoy, and mm-hmm. little bits got added on here and there. And, yeah, no, you, you all have listened. If you're listening to this, I assume you've listened to at least one or all 87 episodes, plus a few lunch specials here and there. But either the way... lunch specials. Yes. I love the lunch, lunch specials. Lunch specials were a lot of fun. We should have done more lunch specials. I'm Maybe, filled with yeah. regret. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, know about regret. They were nice little palate cleansers. We I like them. Had, like, so we covered the Joker, too, was another one early oh, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And so Did we release that one? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the third episode or something. Elliot, we did that. Yeah, yeah. We did like top ten of twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Movies were looking really good. And mm-hmm. then probably f- not too long after the start of the five year old films franchise, because that was like the first one that I was really interested in. That's when everything shut down. Mm-hmm. Pandemic hits and movies are just gone. I remember having pre-ordered the Quiet Place Part 2 tickets. And I was super excited for it. And theater like messaged me like, hey, those will be good, but the movie's not coming out for another year. Also, all other movies are not coming out. Also, we're going to shut down in the movie <laughs> landscape as a whole. The industry is just... <laughs> like you know that uh you know that children's film Finding Nemo. I've heard of it. Yes. Uh Marlin a clownfish and Dory a fish who forgets everything. Mm-hmm. You know, go off on this adventure to find Marlin's lost son. Nemo? I'm Nemo, presuming they okay. find him. Uh there's a little child in there who shakes a fish. That's what <laughs> COVID <laughs> did. Why are the, you sleeping? To the movie industry, right? Yeah. 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 Our world. Darla. Dar- yeah, dude. That's it. Darla. Darla, Darla. Darla. Yeah. We should have done an episode of Finding Nemo. So much this regret. whole episode is just going to be like, wow, I can't believe we didn't talk about Iron Giant. Well, we talked about doing a Pixar series, but we didn't We didn't get There's to it. There's a lot of movies. Yeah, it was There's a lot. Like, we also talked about the Billion Dollar Club. That one, I don't know if we talked on Mike about that, but that was an idea mm-hmm. for a miniseries. There Any was an idea. That, there, was, there was an idea to talk about <laughs> all of the movies that made over a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Just because we thought it'd be fun with no movies coming out at all. What if we talked about the most successful one? Mm-hmm. And surprise, surprise, a lot of it's Marvel and Disney. Yeah. With a little James Cameron thrown in there a few times. <laughs> Just sprinkled in like the salt guy. Just a dash of James Cameron. Did Terminator 2 break a billion? I don't think no. so. At least, I don't, okay. I don't know. Either way. Um, Just, it was totally up. I'm sorry. Cut no. Please, I'm really sorry that I brought up Terminator 2. I don't, I don't I'm care. I'm so sorry. We should have covered that up. Nothing's <laughs> getting cut out of this. You know, I just want people to have a, a real, real experience with the two of us. Mm. Also, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I can see the light. The truth comes out. I mean, okay, so if I'm being honest, listening back to probably our last two Batman episodes, mm-hmm. the last miniseries we'll ever cover... Uh, I noticed, at least for me, and I'm sure people who listen consistently could tell, Wes doesn't seem like on his game or like he seems a little bit burnt Mm. out. That's honestly just because I've been working on what you heard at the beginning of this episode and compiling all the stuff you're going to hear within this episode. So we're going to, Mitz, go through, along with going through like an oral history of the show, Mm -hmm. we have a few segments we kind of want to touch on and a little throwback clips for you guys, the fans that you've requested, and just kind of enjoy a little send-off here in our, our Bagel Beach bungalow <laughs> as we look at the show that we've been doing now for coming up. The end of this year would be three years. So a little three over, years? A little two and a half years, yeah, wow. we've been doing this show. Wow. Look how far we've come. I know what, I made the joke, but not always weekly, but mm-hmm. we had something at least once a month. Yeah. There was, I think, a period of time where we might have missed one month of time. But I think for the most part, since December slash January, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. January 2020, I think is when the first episode actually came out, to now, June of 2022. Mm -hmm. If I want to stretch it to July, I probably could. But 
yeah, I'm pretty proud of us for sticking to it. Yeah. And I'm very, very thankful that. Absolutely. You people out there, whether you're a casual movie fan or a super nerdy movie fan, that you've given us the time of day and listened to us two gab about movies and other silly things that we, we enjoy. We really are appreciative of it. We never got a ton of listeners, I would say. Like we never hit the big time, obviously. But <laughs> I was but I was always impressed at how many we got. The consistency. Yeah. Like we exactly. never there was a point at which I wanna say we never dropped below like thirty, mm-hmm. which was really, really surprising. Obviously people have gone back and listened to a lot of our episodes, but I never would have guessed that more than like 10 people would come back consistently and actually listen to the episodes all the way through. The analytics are a little bit spotty depending Mm -hmm. on what streaming service you listen to the show on. But for the most part, it's like, okay, people are, you know, listening all the way through to the end of these episodes. And so, again, really, really thankful to you guys for that. And you'll probably hear me say that a million more times because that's really what this has been. It's been fun. It's been an exercise and you know learning how to edit audio mm-hmm. carry along conversation with different people and friends and family members we've had on the show but also like thinking of new ways to keep this going amidst a, amidst a time when you know movies were not coming out because that was in all honesty the original idea was yeah we'd have a mini series one or two very loosely but then cover mm-hmm. current movies and so we were able to just kind of reformat reload and just start shooting out content yeah 2015 to spider-man to brad pitt to a christmas episode a halloween episode fan episode host pick listener pick the paul blart (laughs) black friday special uh 2016 movie series we got the rocky franchise series the cats episode cats episode yeah those host pick and then uh, Matt Damon miniseries to the Batman miniseries, and here we are. Mm. I was listening to the Brad Pitt series again. Actually, I just sampled. I started, uh, I started one of the episodes, and I just skipped to the middle. And you were doing the Brad rankings. Yes. So I listened to that. The pit for about list. Five minutes, the pit list. And then I went to the next episode, skipped the middle. It was you doing the pit list again. <laughs> and I was like, okay, it's fine. I listened to it. Third episode, skip to the middle. All right, so we're going to rank Brad. <laughs> Is that all we did? That was, a, that was something I looked forward to on a weekly mm-hmm. basis. Like Talking just Brad. Doing that, yeah. I think I had more fun ranking franchise series than, mm-hmm. like, I'll admit, like, mm-hmm. going back to those. Because it seemed like I played up like it was some big chore. But really, like, it just... Injected yeah. a lot of adrenaline into some arbitrary list that we got to argue sure. over. Um, Daniel. Mm-hmm. And everyone playing along at home. Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. You've heard us say it once, but it is the... It's the inferior food item to rank your movies. Absolutely. Right. It yeah. is. Rotten Tomatoes is a film review aggregate website that... Shits out percentages, <laughs> and people clap and say, "Oh, this one's got the very healthy-looking red tomato, and it's certified." Mm-hmm. And that means that this movie, that's ninety-three percent, is basically a nine point three. Couldn't be further from the truth. It is misleading, 
And, you know, we've been fighting against those tomatoes for the longest time because bagels are the superior food item to rent your movies on. Wes has written many times to the website and asked them to change it to rotten bagels. Makes so much more sense. But they've continued to reject us, so we are suing them. It's supposed to be, what would we call it one time? Fresh and crispy and stale bagels? Yeah, stale. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... What movie are we doing? We're going to do uh, the movie that started it all but not really that started it all some would be like oh they're going to talk about joker or rise of skywalker the first movies they covered on no we're not I'm talking about rise of skywalker way way back let's <laughs> wind the clocks back 12 years the first time daniel and i saw a movie just together on our own because we had seen plenty of films uh-huh. in like group settings or like uh-huh. whatever but this was the first time where i was like hey do you want to go see a movie and you were like, sure. It was 4th of July weekend, 2010. It's coming up. It is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's very, like, by the time this episode is out, the the 12-year anniversary will have hit. Should we watch it tonight? We can try. <laughs> <laughs> the movie that Daniel and I saw together that solidified this relationship that will last till the end of time because of mm. this film was Shrek 4 Ever After. Yeah, I can't forget that Ever After. Yes. Yeah. Is the fourth installment in the Shrek franchise. One that, for better or for worse, is left unforgotten. Because it's not as memeable and not as terrible as the third, from what I remember. You think it's better than the third? Probably. What I happened in the third? I don't remember. Daniel, swear on my life, I think the last time I saw this movie was with you in theaters. I don't think I ever rewatched this movie. I don't think I did either. I know I rewatched the other Shrek movies. Rumpelstiltskin's in Forever After. He's in both. They change Rumpelstiltskin in three and then change him to a different design and different voice actor in but four. why? Because he has a more prominent role, and I think okay. they just got some producer to be like, Rumpelstiltskin in the third one. Mm. Anyway, Shrek Forever After is not an important film in the grand scope of cinema, but it is an important film because without it, do we have the Bagel Boys show? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe we Yes. <laughs> But it wouldn't be the same. It okay. would not yes. be the same. You all know the rules. Daniel's going to guess. The critic consensus for Shrek Forever After is, while not without its moments, Shrek Forever After too often feels like a rote rehashing oh, of the God. franchise's earlier entries. That movie means a lot to us. Tell them that's not nice. Guess what? It oh. is a rotten consensus. Oh, no. For both? For both of oh, them. Oh, no. So hit me with that critic one first. Uh, the critics, that sounds like a solid 42%. It is a 58. Oh. 2% shy of being Come on certified now. shiny <laughs> red tomato. Just round it up, people. That's what Close I'm enough. telling you. Like, what yeah. is that? Yeah. Yeah. I can guarantee... If you were a 14-year-old or younger mm-hmm. like in 2010, you, you probably love this movie. <laughs> the fans probably gave this, the audience, mm-hmm. uh, they probably gave this. Those true Shrek heads. Those true, the Shrek heads probably gave it 39. It's a 54. Okay, so they liked it quite a bit more. So you're telling me back in 2010 mm-hmm. that... Critics, what does that even mean? 4% yeah. difference. That's what I'm telling you, people, is that Rotten Tomatoes, if you just if you know you're going to a movie and you want to help gauge expectations mm-hmm. on the crowd-pleasing aspect, 
sure that's all don't look at something as like a hey that means it's a this that 100 percent means it's good if a movie's 100 percent on rotten tomatoes chances are it's toy story one toy story two or toy story three i think those are like the three that like everyone just shook hands and was like yes or the black phone in move in theaters right now this the random flo- what the black phone this random movie i've never oh, heard of is this with that ethan hawk ethan hawk scott okay. derrickson directed it, it has a hundred percent rotten tomatoes right now well anyway let's just i go. saw that today and i was just like oh, that's hey, interesting. no that's that's a perfect example why because everybody who's that just means everybody mm-hmm. who went and saw it had a favorable review of it they that does not it. mean it is a 10 out of 10 that means that everybody who went and saw it gave it a six or higher mm-hmm. or three stars out of five and higher is it still 100 percent? still 100 percent. i just checked wonderful <laughs> good job ethan Hawk. yeah so By the time he gets a break do with that what you will but I'd say the best way to experience movies is without any outside opinions and without any trailers, if you can avoid them. Yeah, you don't like trailers. I'm just, just, they feel, I just, they show too much nowadays. I just give me the trailer. Yeah. I'm a sucker for them. I'm I watching the trailer. Them. I'm not upset. It's like, I know, I see enough movies that I, I, you know, I already have seen the, whatever, Avatar, The Way of Water trailer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which, that's a good trailer. It doesn't tell me doesn't anything show about anything, the movie. Yeah. I will say, though, we do have to, in the midst of, of callbacks and revealing too much, possibly, this is uh, one of the first ever times that we documented, okay? Mm-hmm. You, Daniel, guessing, and we have to just celebrate the fact that you guessed correctly the Rotten Tomatoes score. I don't think it was the first time, but it was the first time that we put in effort to acknowledge it and celebrate it as the the triumph that it was for you and for me yeah. and for humanity. Is this Inside Out? This is uh, We Bought a Zoo. <laughs> what this, this is what this is from. So Our you enjoy episode. this uh, a look back in All time right. here. <laughs> all right. Critic consensus for the tomato meter game. You all know how this works. Mm-hmm. We Bought a Zoo is a transparently cloying effort by director Cameron Crowe, but Matt Damon makes for a sympathetic central character. <laughs> in parts. I care about him in parts. Usually when they say something negative and then give the big old butt, mm. that leads it to be positive. It is positive I'm... for critics. Is it a 65? It is a 65, okay. Daniel! Okay, because I didn't Merry think it'd be Christmas, too high. Merry Christmas, everybody! <laughs> we did it! A goose for everyone! This, this episode, this one! Body <laughs> onion score is also fresh, and it is higher. That's a 77. 71. Oh, okay. Lightning never strikes twice. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you yell Merry Christmas? It felt like it fit the moment, okay? <laughs> We recorded that in the summer, didn't we? <laughs> I, uh, no, I guess it would no, been late fall. It was, it was late fall. Yeah, you're right. It's the end of Damon. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Damon. That was a fun series. That was a fun series. A lot of variety. They were all fun, really. They were fun. Which one do you think was stronger, a Brad Pitt or a Matt Damon series? I think Brad Pitt had stronger branding. I feel yeah. like having more people come up to me, ooh, the Pitt list. Mm-hmm. He's more people were wearing off. the shirts. You'd go to the mall and you'd see <laughs> They had our merch on, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> they say it's a snack and it's just a picture of him ripped in some movie <laughs> he's shoving like popcorn in his face <laughs> behind a desk and money ball 
Was he snacking? What's he snack? What's the do? <laughs> this this episode would not be complete though without me asking you a very very important question, Daniel. Mm. Something we skipped on our last episode. What's up? What you been watching, Daniel? Oh, what have I been watching? What have you been watching, Daniel? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, one last time. One last time. One, one last, last time. Ride. Like the one last, last ride, Dom Toretto style. <laughs> one last. What was the last movie you watched? Just one. The last one you watched that was not the Batman. I think it was Chip and Dale, <laughs> Rescue Rangers. <laughs> you want to talk about that for a second? We can talk about that. What do you think of that movie? Seconds. I liked it mm-hmm. in the moment because I watched it with all my brothers. Yeah. Mikey, Danny, and Randy, brothers of the show, friends of the show. Uh-huh. Looking back on it, mm-hmm. is the whole movie just references? Like, there's yeah. a plot. Yeah. But what it, like, it's honestly impressive, like, the jokes slash yeah. references and gags per minute. There's mm-hmm. so much. And it's not that long of a movie. No. It was fun. It was a fun time. It was fun. If you're exhausted by franchises and uh ip <laughs> all that yeah this is like your worst nightmare <laughs> but i don't know in the moment i had a lot of fun watching i haven't thought about it since yeah <laughs> but no it's, it's worth it, checking out yeah it's impressive especially if you're in the mood for something like that because john mulaney and andy samberg play chip and dale mm-hmm. uh not the chip and dale dancers that no, was the first joke and i was that, like yeah okay. i'm like where's this movie going like <laughs> everywhere and all of it. Yeah. Everything everywhere, all, all at once. once. That's what the, that's what the Chippendales <laughs> movie is. Just for intellectual property. Not really. So. I, I don't know. Some of the jokes are not very kid friendly, and I know they always sneak in, you know, adult jokes here and there in right, kids movies. Right. But this one, quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of drug references. Mm-hmm. You got uh, that J.K. bump, thirty percent. Oh, it's absolutely. Hard to not. And this character is like, what is he, Mister Putty Man? Like he's this yep. little stop motion animated putty guy mm-hmm. with. A, Big stash. I'm talking like, yeah. you know, Tom Selleck mustache. I respect that stash. Last movie that I watched mm-hmm. was the new Adam Sandler Netflix movie called Hustle. Is it good? I want to watch it. It's a basketball movie. And what do you expect my take to be? You, you like it. Of course it's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's essentially Rocky with basketball. Love it. But also, like... A more serious version, and this is like, it's weird thinking about this now. It's like a more serious Happy Gilmore in more ways than one. Like, thinking about that, how, like, Chubbs in that movie, Mm is like there's the whole running bit where he has an injured hand. (laughs) And this is not played for jokes or gags or Uh any kind of, like, wink, wink, but Adam Sandler kind of plays this mentor coach figure in Mm -hmm. the movie, and he... His hand is like he has like he has to wear a cast on it, and they don't talk about it at all. At any if point, they did, I miss. Does he it, shake but... somebody's hand and his hand goes flying off no. and gets run over by a truck? Yeah, it gets eaten by an alligator. It's a whole thing. I love. Yeah. It. We almost did an Adam Sandler series. And that I... was one of the ah. actors series. We'll talk more about the actors series Sorry. in a second. But yes. Yeah, no, it's a great movie. It's on Netflix. If you it. like basketball or sports inspirational movies, it's mm-hmm. an easy watch. And honestly, probably. Sniffing, sniffing the top five for this year. Really? That's one of their big meat and potatoes I want to have for this episode. It's just nice recommendations from this year. Since we're halfway through the year, what could our top fives be at this point for Mm -hmm. the Bagel Boys? You know us, you love us, you're here 
to listen to us talk about movies. Well, let's get the easy ones. Everything, everywhere, and the Batman. We'll, we'll both. I was gonna say everywhere, yeah. er, <laughs> everywhere, everything, <laughs> everywhere, all at once by the Daniels is easily in the top five of this year. Mm-hmm. Batman, excuse me, the Batman mm. also makes the list. For... Jackass Forever? <laughs> no. Are you sure? It is. It's good for yeah, what it is. My next one, top five. I I'm I'd be very surprised if by the end of this the year this one gets kicked out. But the Northman, I loved the Northman. I haven't seen it. yet. I know you haven't. It's yeah. you can. You I have can't. access to. It, I actually Daniel. don't. I can't log into your Voodoo. <laughs> I just didn't want to bother you about it because you've changed. It's the been pa- weeks. I know, but it's like I've asked him a few times before when he's changed the password. I'm like, I'm not gonna bother him again. But yeah. I'd be I'd be so mad. <laughs> I don't I know. Really wouldn't just... be. How many times? Like, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah, anyways, watch yeah, sure. watch it. You've got some maternity. Tell everybody time. what the password is. <laughs> uh, I, I'm assuming that you're going to recommend the new Scream movie because you had a great time with Scream. No, it's not in my top five of this year. <laughs> That's surprising because you loved it. We came out of the theater and you wouldn't stop talking about it. I'm pretty sure my exact words were, "Wow, that was." fine i'm really hungry can we get some food like my mind immediately just went off of the movie uh i like doctor strange multiverse mm. of madness quite a bit i know you're just iffy on it but I, it has potential for me to be in top five because i like yeah it. and a lot of people have enjoyed that one a I, lot of dumb people like myself <laughs> i didn't say that yeah, I, I picked up on it people like <laughs> you would like it i think it's good that there's uh, still that like healthy discourse between us, like we don't just like everything, because that's one we're kind of miss yeah. we're kind of missing each other on Marvel. I feel like lately, it's, yeah, we've kind of had differing opinions. Good. No, it's not because there's going to be fifty more Marvel <laughs> exactly. movies before they put that out to pasture <laughs> and kill it. But <laughs> just like the show, so yeah, I'm looking forward to disagreeing with you on on Marvel movies. Do you think that you'll like Thor: Love and Thunder? Do you think I'll give that a big thumbs up? Probably, if I liked Ragnarok quite mm-hmm. a bit, but you didn't, so I'm assuming I did. I was all right with you it. Hate that movie. No, Daniel. I'm all right with it. So yeah, those are our favorites. Uh, Top Gun Maverick. Uh, I'd be uh, killed in the street if I didn't mention oh, this already. Like wow. that. That's my by my own flesh and blood in my family because my family loves this movie and rightfully so. Did your mom like it? Uh, everybody loved, loved it. it. Uh, uh, top and down, up the and down the Morgan roster. Yeah, what Top Vicky? Gun Maverick. She's seen it multiple times. I'm what about Angie? Sure. Angie, I think, has seen it the most. I what about Mikey? She saw it like three times in a week. Mikey? Mikey liked it, yeah. What about Randy? And, uh, Daniel, we're not doing this. But he liked it, yes. Did Daniel like it? Yes. Did wait, Randy might not have seen it. Or wait, no, he did. He liked They've it. all seen it. They all love it. That's did your the dad point. like it? Yes, Daniel, we're not <laughs> doing this anymore. I'm done. What? I just wanted Abort. to get... <laughs> we're pulling the parachute on this bit. <laughs> uh, did we... Rachel see it? <laughs> okay, speaking of your bits... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your bits. You've committed to them. You've committed to yours too, my good sir. Mm-hmm. I want to let's let's listen back here. Oh no. On one of your infamous bits. Is it what I think it is? I don't know. We'll have to listen to find out. But yeah, here you go, everybody. Over the it's about a guy named Mark Watney, and he goes with his buddies. He and his buddies go out to space to see what's all about. Yes, yeah. yeah, buddies. <laughs> and they go to Mars, and they're collecting rocks for whatever reason. And, As um, astronauts do. Uh, well, yeah, and they call it a job. <laughs> okay. 
I see some rocks outside. You don't see me bragging about it. They're glorified collectors. (laughs) And uh, there's a bad storm on Mars, and everything just goes kaput. (laughs) Tits up. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Sorry. Say sorry. (laughs) Commit to your bits. Commit to your tits. (laughs) Commit to your bits and commit to your tits. Week three. Week three. Everybody. <laughs> I'm so bad at explaining movie that summaries. Was, okay, to but people. no, that was like the thing for the longest time was that was you taking over like this the quick synopsis, mm-hmm. which was the first time you'd ever like done that. Mm-hmm. And I think you did it a few more times after that. But yeah, just going straight into a phrase, tits up, that you've never once said before in our entire friendship and it took me so off guard <laughs> and then doubled down on it well what would you have said how else do you describe it it's tits uh, up shit hit the fan like i feel like you've said that more there's often. no other way to describe what happened in, in that the movie. martian <laughs> yeah we've, we've gotten better though at bits like uh i i say more off the cuff in a mm-hmm. sense one of my favorites was during the goodwill hunting episode and we can go back and play this but you've gotten better going just straight off the cuff into something that's it, as the bits kind of build on one another mm-hmm. so i want to share that with everyone now no i like that they put yeah. that touch in there in the story yeah. i think i misread the movie then oh did you i did well i thought the whole point of the movie was that she farts in her sleep <laughs> nice how long have you been doing that? how long have you been playing about that? 15 seconds <laughs> She does fart in her sleep. And Matt Damon is like in tears laughing. Like, he loves it. So funny. He's just slapping his knee. We like farts. We, we end do every like... episode with the farts. Yeah. We bless them, Daniel. <laughs> we do bless them. He can't get enough of the fart jokes. Yeah. That's really when they start to be on the same side. Yeah. Goodwill but... farting. Goodwill. How long have you been waiting on that? Two seconds. <laughs> it just. <laughs> no. Uh... Luke has no time to fart. Uh... Wow! <laughs> Lord, right now. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, I, uh, it was good. I loved it when we would make no time to die jokes. That that became a favorite. I, no time to die is like the original uh, play the bagpipes. Now we just got really into just like one musical cue and how to like shoehorn in that to every conversation. <laughs> This is waiting on pins and needles to reference some actor who's passed away or some career <laughs> that we can say is killed off. It's just to throw in the bagpipes. All Bond movie titles are silly. That one to me is especially silly for some no reason. No time to die. Especially because he does stay. die. It's been long enough. So what were they doing naming their movie No Time to Die when he does in fact die? It's like I the title like was released and then right after that was... Hey, by the way, this is Daniel Craig's last James Bond movie. It's official. It's like, how is it official? Are they going to kill him off in this one? It's like this weird, subtle spoiler that's not that subtle yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, you never liked my big pee-pee bit. No, because you would just say something's perfectly paced, and you'd say slap a big pee-pee on it. You got to do it. You got to slap a big pee-pee I on it. I don't... I still feel like... Secondhand embarrassment whenever that comes out of your mouth. Don't you love it when I bring that up on our last episode? 
That's fine. Okay. This, no one's going to listen to this anyway. <laughs> They're not going to see a movie in the title. Just skip yeah. over it. It's like, yeah. when's the next one? Uh, well, you haven't been paying attention. Bagel Bungalow? I don't know that movie. Yeah, <laughs> The Beachside Bagel Bungalow. <laughs> yeah, I, we, I've got an assortment here of highlights and lowlights. One of the conversations I do want to string out mm-hmm. for this uh, as we send the show off is one of the biggest things that we have on brand with this show for any miniseries or any movie, it is possible that a movie could be given the highest score from Daniel mm-hmm. and I, and that was dubbed the Baker's Dozen Award yeah. because bagels. And <laughs> Baker's Dozen in and of itself is funny because one more than a dozen mm-hmm. it's like just it has it's a little bit special Bakers. because it's you're getting a dozen but it's one more than that mm-hmm. and it, it, it succeeds in a whole lot of things and just really making you happy as a mm-hmm. movie goer that's really i think the best way to describe it along with it being of superb quality right yes so I want to do a reevaluation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Throw that all out the window. Okay. And go back through our Baker's dozen winners uh-huh. and just kind of talk about which ones we may have missed, uh-huh. which ones still deserve it, or ones that we need to revoke their title. You want to give the Batman a Baker's dozen, or don't you? Or possibly give out one more. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We might have an idea because we have notes for this final, <laughs> this this finale here. But let's before we get into all that, I do want to take a look back on something that. Definitely, without question, we'd be wasting our own time if we talked about reevaluating this one. And it is the first time we ever gave out this award. And it was for our Mad Max Fury Road episode. So That's here it one. is the origin of the Baker's Dozen. Do we want to talk bagels now, Wes? There is a point. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> when you can do what is right and good and then there's sometimes when you have to do what's necessary oh man i think we could both agree yes that we i know you're going with this in a lesser podcast would just give this movie both a 10 wash your hands and be on our way (laughs) but i think it's time to do this is it time baker's dozen (laughs) this movie Perfect in every way. We're giving the Baker's Dozen, everybody. It's the first time we've given it out. It's going to stand the test of time and deserves nothing less. This is the highest award that Bagel Boys can give to any film. Yep. The Baker's Dozen. It's our favorite of any of the movies we covered. So I'll far, yeah. Be, yeah. Oh, yeah, easily. It's the Baker's Dozen Award. We are... I'm making the award right now <laughs> out of bagels. So, Mad Max. We want to take away that Baker's <laughs> <laughs> We were wrong. <laughs> that movie is trash. <laughs> Baker's dozen winners Baker's now and forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. forever. We love it. Going down, down the list here. The next one up for reconsideration or mm-hmm. solidifying it mm-hmm. is the next miniseries, and mm-hmm. that is the trend so far for the show. Is Spider Man into the Spider Verse? We also gave that one that Baker's dozen. Never forget. And I I don't want to open that door for yeah. that conversation. I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. The own I think that one will stay, and that one I feel all, almost almost just as strongly as Mad Max. Oh, you like Mad Max more? I think if like if I had to say like what? which one's better, you would say Mad Max. That's I think so. Okay. 
And there's one reason why. And I know the answer, so I won't waste time. Because we talked about it on the episode. Morton Joe? No, not Morton Joe. (laughs) Within our Spider-Man series. Oh, okay. The personal bias I have for Spider-Man 2, the Sam Raimi film, cannot be understated. I know it's not your favorite. Mm. And that is the one golden rule above all else with Baker's Dozens. Is it has to be a handshake agreement between Daniel and I. to sign the dotted line, Mm -hmm. both of us. And commit to that. Yeah. So Spider-Man 2, I know the door is shut. It will always be a 10. Uh, following that, not too long after Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, we, our next one popped up, and it popped up pretty early in the pit list. And it was Ocean's Eleven. Absolutely. The heist movie from 2001. I still stand by that one. I, yeah, that one's hard. Like, a lot of these are going to be hard to say, like, oh, they're... Because they're all going to be great movies. Mm-hmm. What separates them between great movies and Baker's Dozen Winners is... Separates boys from men. Boys to men. Uh, (laughs) Girls to women? Sure. Adults to children? I know some pretty shitty adults, though. I know some pretty cool kids, so really this is a bad comparison. They're listening to it right (laughs) now. Yeah, all of you guys are cool. All of you listening, you're Baker's Dozen Award winners. (laughs) Aww. I'm serious. Yeah, in our hearts. Well, some of you. (laughs) <laughs> uh, of course we had Moneyball You know uh-huh. that goes without saying We almost renamed it to the Moneyball you know Award You know what Wes? No, 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 no we can't. I do love that movie and I wouldn't mind if you want to I, well, I think I think the whole Wes, speech this is your... Solidified that yeah. More than anything else Should I play the speech? I it was should. requested, I was hesitant to include it or not But I think we should The whole thing the whole thing, literally, like that was more important to me to just get that off my chest mm-hmm. than giving it a baker's dozen. So, okay, if you've heard it, you can probably skip ahead like four or five minutes. But this is me talking about. I'm gonna kick my feet up. Money ball. Be here a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So is far that sure. sort of why you want to put it at number one? One N- of the reasons. No, I no. think this. Th- yes, Brad's a big part of that, but I think this is the best movie in the series that we've talked about. Okay. And into the future, I'll just say that. Wes, calm down. I people have to know what I'm about here. Okay, yeah. I've got my ball cap on. I'm ready to go. You know, we could just make two different lists. One list is Moneyball at number one. The other list is the other eleven movies, <laughs> and they can be ranked one to eleven. <laughs> it weaves the human elements into a documentary style so well. That you almost don't even know it, it, like, what's happening. And it does it in such, kind of like you said, a relaxing and accurate way. It almost feels like an evening, like, car trip when you're watching it. That's, like, the how the movie portrays everything. Mm-hmm. From the acting to the score to how things are cut together. There's a trick that the director likes to use where it'll go into a wide shot. And then to get, like, inside the character's head, it'll stay at the same exact angle. It'll just cut closer. So you get, like, their surroundings, and then you get, like, the closer emotion, like, on their face. He does that several times in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's a movie on the surface that looks about baseball or managing a team and everything like that. But it's really just about putting in the effort and it's not really based on rebellion or anger but a desire to change how things work regardless of how they were run in the past and regardless of how you're told things are supposed to work and the follow through on this movie is probably 
like the most beautiful thing, really. And I'm being genuine <laughs> okay. here. So yeah. like, I know you'll probably laugh, but no. hear me out here. If you don't believe something will work at like every step of its process, it's probably going to fall apart and disappoint you. And that's something that's repeated throughout the movie. It's a process, it's a process, it's a process. Right. And through that stretch of the movie, as things are rising and things are building and the pacing is getting a little bit quicker, along with the acting shifting from a more negative and somber tone to a excitement and joy. And you can just feel behind a lot of the characters, especially Brad, just holding in that excitement because he doesn't want to get let down. He doesn't want to get disappointed. Throughout the whole movie, we're watching him. Every time a baseball game is started and it's shown, he goes and what does he do? He works out. He's working out. And that symbolizes in a subtle but not so subtle way just like what it means to put in effort and put in the work and keeps going. As the movie moves along, he finally decides to come to the game, which is the biggest game in the movie. That's going to be the 20th win, or what would be the 20th win. And we see him go back in the gym after the game gets a little bit closer. And so the, the streak kind of hangs in the balance. They gave up this huge lead, and so everyone's just kind of tense and holding their breath. Brad goes back into the gym, but he's not working out. He's just sitting there by himself, because that's like what he does. But it kind of shows how and represents eventually after you put in so much work into whatever it is that you're doing you eventually just have to trust and put faith in what you've done in the past for things to work out and it's outside of your control it doesn't work out this time and you're just sitting there waiting for the results mm -hmm. i think that's great uh there can be doubt in what you do but as long as you don't act on it and you keep moving forward on your course it's gonna it's gonna turn out okay as long as you just relinquish that control, but never relinquish your efforts you put in. And so, having that scene where the music builds, and the one final piece of Philip Seymour Hoffman, the character who's opposed this journey the most, and has had the most run-ins with Brad's character, finally decides to just trust, and he says, all right, Scott Atterbury going to be in your hitting. And, it leads up and everything kind of just cuts out except the music and you're just watching this guy take up to the plate and they're just throwing the pitches and it's like the second or third pitch and the music rises and rises and rises and then just stops you just hear the crack of the bat and for a second everything kind of slows down and everything gets quiet and you hear the it echoes throughout the crowd and you even see Brad's face like turn up he hears it and then, bam, that music just comes right back in. It encompasses everything from how this movie, yes, is very much about baseball and baseball statistics, but really about anything in life that you want to change, whether it's your job, your relationships, systemic changes you want to see, how you can apply that into your personal life or larger changes. That's what this movie is about, and it shows that in such a simple and beautiful way. That sequence of like 20 minutes of the movie is fantastic. Probably some of my favorite stuff ever put to film because everything just builds so relentlessly. And it's encompassed later on in the movie so well when he gets offered this huge contract, and the guy says, 
you know, first one through the brick wall is going to be beat up and bloodied. And basically, you're, whatever it is in life, it's such a good lesson. It's like, you're going to be beat down. You could be told it's wrong what you're doing or that it won't work and over and over and over again. What's important, though, is you can't give up until you yourself, whatever it is, you see it through to the end. And that's just great. It could be your interests. The implications of this are so much larger than sports. Moneyball inspires and takes the lesson of having faith that a difference can be made and that you can be a part and make that difference possible. That's wonderful. That's what going to the movies are all about. Literally, like... I've seen this movie probably five times. And there's movies out there that I do like that are other sports movies that make me want to run through a brick wall. And they're great. They're very inspiring. Moneyball, though, there's so much more it speaks to because it shows the effort and it shows the importance of that. And then it's very realistic about it because at the end, in Brad's eyes... They lost the last game of the season. They don't win. Right. But Jonah Hill comes in and is just saying, like, hey, like, you weren't even supposed to be here. You got gutted. Like, half your team originally was gone. You got laughed at this whole year, but you're still winning more games than you won the last season. You've changed the game forever. And so this sounds kind of cheesy, but whatever it is you're facing out there, that's what Moneyball teaches me every time I watch it. It's like, you just keep going, no matter yeah. what it is that's out there that you want to change. You can change it. And if it doesn't always work out, sometimes that's not the point. The point is the progress you made along the way. It's a metaphor, Daniel. <laughs> I put it at the bottom of the list. Oh, get out of here! <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that was the first and last time that Wes cried on Mike. I was not crying. I saw tears flowing down his cheeks. I was sweating. <laughs> You're so I passionate. <laughs> I yeah, that was a fun, oh, yeah. fun mini series and fun movie to talk about. It's hard not to be romantic about movies, Daniel. It is hard. Um, after that, next Baker's Dozen winner for the 2016 miniseries. We had one that got close. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried to spring one on you because I didn't realize I liked this movie as much as I did. But we had a a fight on Mike on the Hunt for the Wilder People er- yeah. episode with uh, Eric Dyer, yeah, owner I of the that. show, friend of the show. You guys wouldn't talk to me. And for a week. For some reason, maybe it was because it was over Zoom. I don't know what it was. I watched the movie, and I was just in love with the movie. And I was uh-huh. like, this is it. And I just figured that everybody would be on board. And I said what I said, like, hey, let's pull the trigger. And Eric was like, yep, it's loaded. Like, let's fire fire when ready. He's got his hand on the, you know, the little the key with the red light. He's, We're just waiting for you to turn. And you're like, absolutely not. And I'm lost my mind i was like i complete i misread it was my fault i misread you the whole episode yeah you weren't out of your mind at all for wanting to 
make that a. It's a great. It's not. It's a great I feel movie. fine without giving it a baker's dozen. I I'm thought you were now. gonna give it like a nine. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, when you said that, I, I was like, hold on, pump the brakes. <laughs> oh no! You were worried the bagel, the baker's dozens were gonna get diluted yeah. for me just handing them out like hotcakes. But mm-hmm. yeah, fantastic movie. Go and oh, watch yeah. that movie. But for the twenty sixteen, do you also remember? Yeah. Sorry, do you no, also remember how Mikey was trying to get us to do a baker's dozen for No Way Home? He said we could get a baker's dozen. That's more this. recent. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was another like, no. one where we had to no, we had to shoot it down. It's, yeah, a tough, no. it's a tough, it's a tough honor. It's a tough one to deliberate amongst two people, mm. and especially since we, for the most part, agree on a lot of movies. But every once in a while, it's like mm. you have to turn. Often, it's usually when one of us cares way too much about a movie. <laughs> yeah, Arrival was twenty sixteen miniseries Baker's Dozen mm-hmm. Award winner, which at that point we had kind of solidified the pattern of every miniseries. There will be a Baker's Dozen winner. I think Arrival, while I still will fight for it to be a Baker's Dozen, Mm -hmm. I feel like if there was a committee, if there was more than just you sitting across from me, it'd probably be like the easiest one for a group of people to talk me out of. Yeah, I agree. Just because I feel like it's the most like, kind of like heady sci-fi, I could probably be be convinced into like thinking it's like a bit too pompous or like yeah trying to be smart when you know the, the time travel stuff still doesn't really make a whole lot of sense like she can see everything and know everything all but only once. when she knows this language but then yeah. these all-powerful beings yeah. need our help somehow it sounds like we after... want to retract this baker's does no are no. we are we thinking about it? that's really just sci-fi like nitpick mm-hmm. schlock okay. the performances the music the cinematography and then that absolute ball buster of a twist that yeah. I did not see coming that we won't spoil. Yeah. It's brutal. Got me good. So Baker's dozen. So far, everything is holds the test. Holds the test of time. Yeah. Um is there any intermission? Anything you want to talk about bits wise? Well hold on one second. Yeah. Do we want to go back and give a certain movie, the Baker's Dozen Award, that we we talked about it previously. We've got more to talk about. I just wanted to know if people wanted a little break. No, people don't want a break. This is what they're paying for. Are you sure you don't want to hear a clip from a Baker's Dozen episode? Play it for it's me. It's a really special one. Play it for me. This is you. This is from. This is your brainchild. This is a. This is a Daniel exclusive. What? You ready? What is this? It's from Spider Verse. Pretty much everyone. Again, this better be the last one. Jeez, I hope so. We're gonna run out of things for this bit. Wait, there's (laughs) a there's something round in the distance that's walking towards us. It's a little bagel. That's an actual bagel. It's got a face on it. Walking right up to us. Daniel, hey, little guy. Looks like you. It's a bagel with listeners. What I can describe is a bagel with my face (laughs) in the middle of it. I wonder if he can talk. Uh, tickle his tummy. Tickle, tickle. Okay. That was kind of creepy. That's weird. I'm Mr. Daniel Bagel, and I'm an actual bagel. It all started when I was made by a baker, Bindi Bakerson, who picked up the art of baking as a hobby to distract him from what his friends called his little meth problem. I was packaged up with five other bagels, and I saw them all brutally cut up with a knife, lathered with cream cheese, and devoured by evil humans. 
I broke loose and rolled myself down a highway until I stumbled upon a kind old lady named Aunt May, who took me in and raised me. I dated a girl named MJ, made a best friend named Harry, and I interned at Oscorp. What else have you done? That's amazing. This is a bagel who <laughs> lives such a life. That must have been very dramatic for you. Um, Wes, I just took a bat bite out of him. No! It looks good. He's not going to be able to get in the car with our cast of characters now. We've killed them off. <laughs> what do you think they're doing right now? Are they driving around the neighborhood? No. are out of here. God. Why'd you have to pull that lever? I don't know. I'm regretting it now. We've killed someone. Oh, no. He could have done so much more. He had a whole life ahead he of him. He did. He clawed his way out of that that that, that <laughs> shitty hand wife dealt him. He Just and MJ you, could have had little bagel bites. What a weird, like, cannibalistic thing to do to something that looks like you. It looks good! <laughs> I didn't eat my face. Just ate around it. <laughs> so stupid. The fact that we got away with this and gained audience members after that episode. People liked it. People really, really enjoyed that Spider-Man miniseries, but the bits in that miniseries are really, really out there. Yeah. That was... I can't tell if that's an episode I'm most proud of or... You're just most angry at. (laughs) For me, that has to be like our Civil War episode where we played it up. The entire 2016 miniseries where I was like, Daniel hates Civil War. I love it. We're going to go head to head. And halfway through that episode, I I flip it on everybody and Mm -hmm. go into like some winter soldier sleeper agent who hates the movie more than you. So the rest of the episode, you're stuck quasi kind of defending Fending it, it yeah. but not really you're kind of agreeing with me so we just kind of take a big poop on the movie <laughs> people were not happy about that <laughs> still a bad movie and i'm not gonna apologize That's, for it whatever um <laughs> don't even have time for this <laughs> no time to die uh <laughs> did we do the what you've been watching origin already no we did a What You've Been Watching, but we didn't do the origin. What You've Been Watching, the origins for What You've Been Watching are really kind of interesting. You you told me you had a segment that you wanted us to start episodes off with. Eventually, mm-hmm. we kind of transitioned into yep. ending episodes, but here's the, the origins for that. Hey, Wes. Hey, Daniel. What You've Been Watching? What have I been watching? This is a new segment we're starting with called <laughs> What You've Been Watching. And I'm hoping you can put a little saxophone solo for a little theme music. <laughs> what You've Been Watching special. You're, not only did you just bring a new segment on me in under five minutes, now you're you're expecting like background music for it too? Uh, I'm hoping you buy a saxophone, take lessons, learn how to play it, then play the song, and then <laughs> record it, and then add it to the, every single episode we put out. So what you just heard was a solo produced track by me. <laughs> This is 100% real. Is it just careless whispers? <laughs> My favorite is the, the YouTube covers of, like, songs from the 90s Disney movies. Like, Aladdin has some really good, like, saxophone covers. <laughs> oh, really? Ooh, yeah, I'm going to play Put you in the mood? I'm going to play one right now. Like, it's like, what I've been behind this. <laughs> That's sexy. Uh, what you been watching? Next, Baker's Dozen after Arrival would be Creed for Rocky. Oh, man. 
What do you say, oh man, for? Love that movie. You love it way more than me. It's just, it's my money ball. It really is. Mm. And who am I? Creed ball. To take. Creed ball. <laughs> I was gonna say, who am I to take that away from you? And then you just say Creed ball. <laughs> and that makes better than bad. Creed balls. It also makes, <laughs> <laughs> makes me wonder, like, how come you got Creed, but I didn't get money ball? I know you just uh. offered it to me now, but I, did, I mean, in the moment. Like how come huh? how like oh. like now I, thought, I I know you're yeah. saying now like hey Moneyball but back then it was like Moneyball was a ten for me and like a nine point two or something for you. How did I go? Did you, I so think, yeah. without me, would you have given Creed a baker's dozen? No, but oh. I will say without you, if I watched the Rocky movies mm-hmm. in that order. It's very hard. I'm I'm easily swayed by the moment. If you can like set up the long con for me, mm-hmm. I will fall every time. If you put like a little bit of effort into your patience with getting me on board with something, I'm yours. Like mm-hmm. that's it. There's no turning back. If there's a little bit of setup to to your your goal with whatever it is you're trying to get me to do or agree with. Yeah. But if I just watched Creed on like if it was a a 2015 movie series and we did Creed within that, not a chance that we gave Creed. Okay. But in the context of Rocky, yeah, easy. It's just so much better than yeah, those no. other movies. Rocky yeah. two, I think. You was, love Rocky two, uh, dude. Rocky two slaps hard, it's and a good I'm movie. pretty sure even back then. Our rate like rankings of uh-huh. the Rocky movies, we gave Creed the Baker's dozen. We had our Creed two <laughs> episode, and at the end of it, I was like, "Hey, I know a week ago we just gave out Baker's dozen for Creed, but I'm still putting Rocky two <laughs> above Creed." <laughs> even th- I don't even think I gave it a ten. I think I gave it like a a low nine score, and I you still was like, that. "Rocky two though." It's a great movie. Yeah. One here, I think you and I. And this is time to open this conversation mm-hmm. about rewarding a movie that we didn't in the moment. Mm-hmm. And this miniseries as a whole did not have one. It's our Matt Damon miniseries. The first ever episode in that miniseries was Goodwill Hunting. Mm-hmm. And I think, in hindsight, looking back on it, the reason we didn't pull the trigger was because it was the first episode. Yeah. And we hadn't seen. Uh, a couple of the ones that we were going to cover, right? For Damon? Yeah. Hadn't The Last Duel not come out yet? Last Duel hadn't come out yet. I don't think you had seen The Brothers Grimm, or it had been a while for both of us to revisit that one. But mm-hmm. Goodwill Hunting, we'd seen so many times, and we were starting it off, and Luke was oh. with us, and we were just having a good time in general. I think it, like we were hesitant at that point to give it out right away, because in between Creed, you had Creed 2, or excuse me, in between Creed and Goodwill Hunting, we had Creed Two. We had the listener pick a Knight's Tale. We had the addition onto the Spider-Man miniseries, Let There Be Carnage, mm. Venom Two, <laughs> yep. an episode that you're not even I was on. Not on it. And then Goodwill Hunting with Luke right right after oh. that. I think it's safe to say, now that I've been talking about it, or we've Baker. talked about it, Baker's, Baker's dozen. Does. Yeah, yeah, we love that. It's such a great performance from Damon, and one of the things that I think that, again, encompasses the whole ideology behind The Baker's Dozen is that it's really, really hard to dislike that movie, Mm -hmm. and 
it's one of those things that's gonna be shown to like in acting classes i feel like or writing classes and it's just a it's a staple two friends made a movie and wrote a yeah. movie damon and affleck and it's it's phenomenal and it's you like get us yeah. <laughs> exactly like us you know we bought a podcast yeah Daniel went on to, you know, become Batman and have a serious alcohol problem. And I <laughs> was in a handful of other movies, including We Bought a Zoo. <laughs> Host pick last year. Not even close to Baker's Dustin, but it was our one and only commentary episode, Cat in the Hat. That was a good time. That was a good time. I liked that a lot. It's hard to, like, recommend that to people because, one, they'd have to willingly sit down and watch in real time Cat in the Hat to get your first-hand reactions to it. Right? Do you think people actually did? I know a few people did. Oh, really? But I also know a few people who were like, I was really hoping for just an episode on the post-reaction, and we did not get that. Which... It's fine. You can't please everybody, but those people were also kind of correct that <laughs> it may have been better. It's just it was more app. fun though for, for us. For us, for us. Yeah. that was one for us. Okay, yeah, okay. 80, 86, Let 87 episodes for this. you. One for us. Yeah, you <laughs> jerks. Who are they? I'm going to call them right now. <laughs> you know what? Some things with this show, like in general, with movies and with podcasts. The, they're just inevitable, okay? Some things you just know, like, Daniel, at least once an episode, will fidget with something. I know. They're with me. I was me, doing it. You so get I this know. nice little smacking that I have to, like, edit out you all smack? the time. I don't, but for some reason the mic picks up these weird little, like, the corners of my mouth make a noise. And every episode I have to go back, like clockwork, and, yeah, cut it out a mm. little bit. And... An inevitability that we discovered while producing and creating this show was one of the most classic and most requested episode bits of all time. It is a truth in life that Harvey Keitel once taught us back on our National Treasure episode (laughs) that somebody has to go to prison. Somebody has to! No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And this is when Daniel and I discovered that hard, hard truth. You know what we've done? What? We have hit two of the very rare movies. There's only like seven in all of existence. Two of the movies in which Sean Bean does not die. Troy and now National Treasure. Yeah. 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 What are we doing here? (laughs) How are we doing this? Statistically... You think he dies in prison? In this movie? Yeah. Somebody's got to go to prison, Daniel. <laughs> Somebody, as Harvey Keitel reminded us a dozen times, somebody's got to go to prison. If they mentioned the Declaration of Independence being stolen 26 times, Harvey Keitel <laughs> tries to beat out that record by reminding us that someone has to go to prison. That scene where Nicolas Cage and Dan Kruger are changing. He pops his head over that saloon door. Hey, somebody's got to go to prison. <laughs> Oh my god. Thank you for noticing that because this time around it's like, wow, he says this a lot. (laughs) You said said Sean Bean going to prison. Apologies to Sean Bean for not covering him, but (laughs) you said prison. I just like, it was like I was a sleeper agent that Harvey Keitel. (laughs) Somebody's got to go to prison. Somebody's got to go to prison. (laughs) Somebody, take him. 
It doesn't matter who. It literally doesn't matter. Do you remember his... uh, He doesn't care. He probably has no idea who Sean Bean is in the movie. All right, get him. Get him, boys. That's fine. We'll take him. He's alive. Do you remember his character in Pulp Fiction? Of the fixer who yeah. shows up. That's how I imagine him in this movie. He shows up, it's like, all right, we got a job to do. Somebody's going to prison. <laughs> it's the same character from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but Sean Bean does go to prison. <laughs> Somewhere Harvey Keitel heard that. Yeah. He's like, yes, we got him. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. You know he's bad. Just yeah. Very first shot. He's in that truck. He's shifty. He has. I'll I'll say this now. I was gonna save this for potent quotables, but this is. He says, in another life, I had uh, arranged a number of operations of questionable legality. It's Uh-oh. like okay, like okay, yeah, you've robbed places. What was he doing? I don't know, but clearly he's going not to prison. To, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so, <laughs> yeah, so he wants to, they discover the clue, they're like, hey, we've got to go, you know, the, the map, it's on the back of the Declaration of Independence, hoo movie, you know, <laughs> and, yeah. as it goes. And so, the dynamic between them is interesting, because I feel like they're just, like, one conversation away from being friends again, you know? Right. The whole time, and I'm like, can you just sit down and talk this out, guys? I, I bet they could have. They probably could have, but mm-hmm. somebody's got to go to prison. There's big for us to talk about. So sorry. I remember watching that movie in preparation for the episode, and I noticed that he had said it a lot. But I was like, I won't bring it up. No, yeah, yeah, that's why. I was like, I won't bring it up because it's not that funny. It's just like this little thing I noticed, and then he brought it up, and we couldn't stop laughing about it. It's that's so funny that happened because that's. We figured that out and, you know, in post, just that was something we were just on this collision course that Harvey Keitel set us up on a national treasure where we both like had this weird subconscious like that's weird that he's saying this so much in this movie. And then we just naturally brought it up and it derailed a good 30 minutes of that episode. That's not that's still not the hardest I've laughed on the show though oh really the best joke he ever told was on we bought a zoo it's really not i don't know why but it just tickled me in the movie we bought a zoo on our damon mini series there's a bear at the zoo named buster okay Uh, that's really all you need to know for this setup also he's yelling at his dad you never helped me learn how to shave like kid you're 13 you don't need to shave yet this kid's face is bear yeah and and i don't mean buster (laughs) why did that get you why did that get me just in case anyone missed it from earlier uh the name of the bear in the movie is buster and i guess i've broken daniel that's that's one of those things that like (laughs) 
we had talked before recording like about mm-hmm. the names of the animals so yeah. everything was so fresh but a few of the names snuck into the episode but yeah and just bear <laughs> talking about a kid shaving oh boy uh, it's it's been fun uh is that all the baker's dozens oh well we, we have that. the two most recent ones Two. Oh, two yeah, for yeah. the price of one Dark in the Knight. Batman miniseries. So Batman 66 yep. and The Batman Dark Knight. 66. Both of which Stand by him. I feel like that 66 was more of the the, the sample for uh-huh. like, hey, listen. We love our serious, grungy Batman. We mm-hmm. love a grounded Batman. But we're not above bits yeah. and little gags and oh, yeah. the... Colorful characters that are just jam-packed into 1966's Batman the movie. We're easily bought if it's campy. I'm telling you, seriously, you put in two seconds of effort into some con for me. Like, it's it's a wrap. You've got me. Uh, Much like heist movies. (laughs) I can shoehorn in every musical cue, Daniel. One last time for the fans. For the fans. You know what, though? I think we've had, like, in all honesty, like, some of the best fans and, like, reoccurring listeners that have, like, oh, guest yeah. appeared on the show. People who've brought in numerous hot takes and mm-hmm. bits of their own and just insight into the films. And really, honestly, like, genuinely, that's been my favorite part of the podcast is, yeah, putting out episodes and learning how to edit audio and whatnot. But mm-hmm. getting to have more conversations about more movies that, whether I've seen them mm-hmm. Or have a previous like relationship or knowledge of, or even if it's, it's something new to me, like getting to talk to more people about movies. Mm-hmm. Ben Bland, we hadn't talked to him in years. Yeah, and Ben was yeah. great on the show. He was, he was great. What was he on? He was on Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yes, and top he was 10. on the top ten. Yeah, still those, especially for something like that, just going back through year, especially mm-hmm. for twenty twenty one, where movies have just now become like revitalized, but. We've yeah. had so many fun people on, whether they were siblings, family, friends, whoever. Wives. Wife. Wife. Singular. No Rachel. No Rachel. Wife of the show. Friend couldn't of the show. do it. We c- I couldn't get her on. No. Hey. You no know one person, though, that was a very valuable returning guest. Someone who popped up a little over a year and a half ago at this point, or coming up on two years. Do you know who I'm talking about? Luke? Let's listen to who I'm talking about. Oh. Yeah. Really well done. Mm-hmm. So well done. She, Sid. Yeah. Sid. She, uh... Daniel. What's up? The phone's ringing. Oh, do you want to get it real quick? Well, hold on. I've got to go check on the dog really quick. I think I hear him out. Can you answer the phone? Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I'll answer your okay, home I'll, phone. I'll be right back. Uh, this is the Morgan residence. Hello? Uh, yes. Do you like scary movies? Uh, yeah, me and my friend are actually just talking about one. What scary movie are you guys talking about? I'm talking about Scream. Who is this? Uh, this is Daniel Foster with the Bagel Boys. Or not Wes. Not Wes, you say, huh? Yeah, who is this? I was hoping to reach Wes, but it sounds like you're something of a movie expert yourself, aren't you? Yeah, he's busy with his dog. I don't know what they're doing right now, but... Well, I'll tell you what he's actually busy with. He's busy with me and a knife in the kitchen! Are you the dog? 
I'll never tell. <laughs> it's up to you, Daniel. I should, be, I should be more scared. My friend is probably dying. I'm sorry. No, no, no. What are you doing to Wes? What's going on? I'm going to kill your friend, your co-host. Oh, great. Now I have to do the show by myself. You have a chance, though. There's always a chance. If you guess these trivia questions correctly. Okay, lay them on me. I'm the biggest fan of the Bagel Boy show. My friends call me Bagel Face. <laughs> and I've got some questions about movies that you've covered on the show. Alright, go for it. The co-host's life is on the line. Yeah, I'm waiting. This is your first question. Okay. Get it right or he dies. Okay, I got the rules. I got it. These are the rules. Okay. <laughs> Wes dies. I get, yeah, questions. I got it. Ask me the question. Which recent Spider-Man villain actor was once in talks to play Spider-Man himself? A uh, recent Spider-Man villain? That's what I said. <laughs> Sorry, bad connection. Sorry. <laughs> Michael Keaton. No? Is Wes dead? I was, I was expecting you to get this right, so for Dungeon's oh. sake, I'll call back later. Pray you don't get another question wrong. No, 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 let's just go through the questions. The answer was Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal, you say. Okay. Um, I guess that makes more sense, because Michael Keaton was an adult by the... Yeah, that wouldn't have made sense at all, would it? I'm going to call back... <laughs> Hey, call me back Wes's later. Life is spared for now. Oh, good. Hey, Wes, come on over. <laughs> I love Bagel Face. Dude, bagel Face. Always a welcome addition. <gasps> that was such a such a good call on your part for us to talk about Scream for Halloween at the end of our Brad Pitt miniseries. Because it's just about movies mm -hmm. and whatnot. But then to insert bagel face just as like a scream face killer you know <laughs> did you surprise me with that i think you did i right? said i had a big big old bit <laughs> that would require like a call and response and uh -huh. that you would know when it was happening and you did like all of that yeah. was like not planned just improv uh -huh. the whole way except for like i had the questions written down yeah and i purposely put the spider-man <laughs> question first because it was the most recent thing and also the easiest question, and I was like, this is it. He's got it. It's Jake Gyllenhaal. We've talked about this. <laughs> and it's worked out so well. That you, <laughs> you whipped and just I don't know how I got it wrong. Thing. And this I was like, Michael Keaton, he's a Spider-Man villain. <laughs> he could have been Spider-Man. I think I may have like, not really been paying attention to the question because I just thought it was just the whole thing was so ridiculous. And then he said that. And immediately when he said Jake Gyllenhaal, I was like, oh, yeah, obviously. Like, I don't... <laughs> That being said, I would love to see a Michael Keaton as Peter Parker movie. Hey, uh, Old Peter Spider Parker. Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man. Pedro. Bagel face for those of you who want it uh, and, and haven't done the, haven't taken the time to research it. Bagel face appears in our Scream episode, mm. briefly in our La La Land episode to scold us over the fact that we oh. unknowingly yes. say it's the, you know... The Best Picture winner yeah. is a parody of a bit that's, you know, yeah. from a snafu from, you know, seven years ago snafu. at this point. 
But then he shows up again in Civil War. He calls in for the other Winter Soldier. I, I hate Civil War bit. And then again, most recently in Dark Knight Rises, he shows up. And I think that's it. Yeah. I think you're right. Unless. Um, um, much to Chad's dismay. <laughs> Is he coming back? No, he's not. Okay. We had a nice send off for him. And yeah. That's we we uh, squashed our beef and shook hands, mm. you know, through a telephone, of course. He bought a beach house next to ours. <laughs> so we see him get in the mail sometimes. <laughs> Just a, a friendly neighborhood, like, <laughs> wave. <laughs> like, bagel face. Yeah, I. At the end of all things here, Baker's Dozens, other than Goodwill Hunting, mm-hmm. everything else, fair is yeah. fair. Yeah. Baker's Dozens are just movies that you would say that, you know, you're at home, just... Put it on any time. You know, and really, yeah. not even any time, but just like, I don't know, the movies that you could defend that, mm-hmm. anything... Anything can be a baker's dozen as long as you believe it's a baker's dozen. Mm-hmm. Sounds very cheesy, but yep. no, it's if something's you believe it's special, well, it is because you it's special to you. Yeah, much like this show was to us. It was genuinely a blast and something that thinking about it and reflecting on it now. I had a conversation with Eric, friend of the show, owner of the show, about how when we started this whole thing. You know, not knowing the future of movies mm. and the fact that we wouldn't really be able to see a whole lot in 2020 when we started the show. And now that we're ending it definitively, it's kind of funny that just within the last month, all of the movies that were delayed because of COVID have now been released to the public. There's mm-hmm. nothing left that's been, you know, stuck in some time capsule. Everything. From the Batman to Dune to Top Gun Maverick is now out in the world. Yep. New Mutants, that came out. Oh, <laughs> Quiet sure Place did. Part 2. So many things got pushed back. And now, like, I don't want to say things are back to normal, but the theater landscape as a whole is thriving mm-hmm. when it comes to intellectual property and stuff owned by oh, Disney. Yeah. But... It's back. You can go to movie theaters and see things. And I think what I mentioned a few weeks ago on one of our Batman episodes is that it is a very exciting time for movies with things like the Batman and everything everywhere and mm-hmm. the Northmen and Black Phone. Apparently people are loving Black Phone. <laughs> I guess people we'll see are... it next week, Daniel. Trampling people to get to <laughs> this horror movie with Ethan Hawke. Yeah, I just... If there was a way to, like, send this off, it would be, like, you can always still talk to Daniel, Daniel and I about the movies that no one else seems to care about. We're still going to be watching movies quite a bit. Oh, yeah. And uh, thank you, Wes, for putting in the hard work and editing all these. I did nothing. That's not I true. I showed up. You had a much longer drive. Because we used to, this used to be yeah. the traveling show. I used, I was looking, <laughs> I was cleaning out some stuff. Uh-huh. earlier this week and found like the old I used to carry like the mics and stuff mm-hmm. and the elaborate setup that I had to use like the iPad into a converter into a power supply into another converter to get the <laughs> mic to work and we would just take that around town and record wherever because there was no home base and as things progress and things upgraded there became a home base and so you put in yep. the hours as far as like driving and then getting yourself here and then after that it was all just 
putting the show together, stitching it together, and really fan response helped out a lot on what movies we wanted to cover. But mm-hmm. for the most part, we kind of just did what we wanted. Shot from the hip as far as the three things we wanted to cover as far as franchises. Oh, you guys want Pixar? You guys want Star Wars? You guys want Marvel? We're doing Rocky. <laughs> gotcha. Are you excited? <laughs> We we had so much fun getting to talk about these movies, and we still will do that. And we mm-hmm. hope that you guys out there are able to find the content as far as, you know, specifically this show being movies, and are able to enjoy those in full again, whether that's from home, with friends, seeking them out, stabbing your eyes, <laughs> what's the mood, all the, all the rewatchable mm. scales and new watches and new movies that are coming out now because... Like, if I want to get on the soapbox one more time, it's that... Get up there. If you like movies, it's time to start going back to movies that aren't Marvel or Disney-owned movies. Because that's a lot of it. And movies that are good, they'll word of mouth will spread. I think this year, we've said it a few times, Everything Everywhere is honestly a surprise with how well that did yep. for what it is. And Absolutely. so... If there's something you think that piques your interest, give it a shot at the theaters if you care about movies and theaters. If you don't, that's totally fine. You'll get them at home. <laughs> like, they yeah. just won't be as good. Like, honestly, they won't. If everything yeah. becomes Netflix, uh, that's bad news, uh, especially for movies made exclusively for, like, adult audiences. I'm not even saying, like, content-wise, like, some right. raunchy comedies. That's not what I mean. I mean, like... What, like, other than the next superhero movie or Pixar, Mm -hmm. you know, Minions, The Rise of Gru movie (sighs) spinoff, they're dying. They need our help. The Minions? No. (laughs) I think they're doing just fine. We could send the Minions to go to theaters for us and (laughs) save cinema. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about a franchise that did not see coming. I know. When I sat back and saw Despicable Me, I was like, that's great. That's a good movie. Here we go. And here we are. Oh, a second? Oh, a third? Wow. Oh, a spinoff? Or a second spinoff? And with how things are going now, because of, like, the age pocket we're in, where we're, like, just too old. Like, I saw the first one. I don't know if I ever sat down and saw two, three Minions and now this new one coming out, but I saw the third one in theaters with Shay. This means that we'll we'll circle back to that. Don't think <laughs> just you like skip. the penguin. Just like the penguin. <laughs> Does that mean in like thirty years from now there'll be minions? There's movies. gonna be the the minions legacy type sequels <laughs> oh, where it's probably. Like, oh, they brought back Steve Carell. <laughs> Who voices the minion? Gru walks through the door at the end of the trailer, and it was like it um, could be him. <laughs> Minions, we're home. <laughs> we're back. I can't do a groove though. Uh, I can't either. I won't even try. Let me see who voices the minions. Um, I think it's Tom Cruise, isn't it? <laughs> Every movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna guess it's Kevin Hart for the minions. Okay, Mel Gibson, Anthony Hopkins, Sir Anthony Hopkins, Dame Judi Dench. Wallace Shawn. <laughs> All right. Jonathan Frakes. What is it? So it's Bob, Mark, Phil, Stewart. That Dave. Oh. Dave is definitely a minion, right? Dave, I believe he is. Yeah. 
So this would be. So there's multiple people voicing. It's not all the same person. Yeah. Oh, that's so. There's Jermaine Clement. He plays Jerry. I don't know if that's a minion or not, though. All of these minions have a very hmm. similar sounding name. But then there's Chris Renaud, who plays. I know him. He plays Dave. Don't I know him? He's Chris from. This is top like things that come up when I search his name are Despicable Me, Despicable Me Two, Secret Life of Pets, Sing. Dr. Seuss's The Lorax, Despicable Me 3, Sing 2, and Secret Life of Pets 2. Okay. This guy is in the pocket. Yeah, he's... <laughs> he's, he's raking doing, in the dough. He's doing all right. And then there's Pierre Coffin. Pierre Coffin. Somebody get him a lawsuit. He's been in all of them. He's, he's got to be the main... That's He's our number one culprit. He's... Yeah. Uh, upon searching his name, he's been in all of the Despicable Me movies and spinoffs, as well as every single short, so like the... Orientation Day Minion Special, Banana, the Minion Special, <laughs> and upon searching this, Daniel, it looks like Desp- Despicable Me 4 has been greenlit. With Steve Carell and Kristen Wiig? I don't know. Oh, it better be. Else they won't see a red cent from me. <laughs> <laughs> Is this how we're ending the show? About we're talking minions? about Despicable Me. There was that joke in the 2015 miniseries way back in the day when I sat you down to talk about Sicario. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, we're talking about Minions today. Because that came out in 2015. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that's not how we can end things. But all in all, our point is, if you care about the movies, try to go see them in theaters. Especially ones that aren't titled mcu movie number 57 or space jam a new legacy and i'm guilty i see everything i know i, see. I just went and saw jurassic world 3 dominion and that movie is crushing it at the box office and it is a certified crock of shit you hate it i haven't seen a tomato score for critics or audiences but more importantly that movie's not only a waste of money it's a waste of time Danny. Ooh, wow yeah, you bring it. Full I think circle. I'll skip it. S- don't. Yeah, skip it. It's okay. a stab my eyes for sure. Okay. Uh, Rachel and I both disliked it, and it's very hard for us to agree on a movie sometimes. So <laughs> it brought you that closer you in your marriage. Um, it did. Oh, <laughs> we went through a lot in those two hours and twenty five minutes. And if I'm so if long. I'm remembering correctly, you told me it's about bugs mostly. Kind of, yeah. Don't go to the Dino World movie. Dominion. I thought it was a lot, big ask, apparently, to yeah. get dinosaurs in my dinosaur movie. Yeah, this was a movie podcast not meant to be taken seriously, seriously. In an episode not meant to be taken seriously, seriously, except seriously, we thank you all so much for listening. We thank you so much. Through the years, the literal years. The years. 88 episodes officially with some lunch specials here and there. Right, Daniel? Absolutely. We thank you guys so much. and uh, I'm going to miss it. Miss what a great show. But you know what? We don't cry because it's over. We, we cry because it happened. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why? I spent <laughs> Why so did many we hours inserting bird sounds into our Sully episode. Or that time Shay and I talked about cats. Uh, the beginning of Amazing Spider-Man. Cats. cats. Not even on our Cats episode. No, I think that's what inspired it, though. Yeah. Shay and I just opened Amazing Spider-Man 2 with Time like a cats. solid 17 minutes of Cats talk. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
that rum tum tugger. Yeah. Glory. That's one of my favorite things we covered that episode, that movie. It's a good movie. Safe cinema so we can get Cats 2, everybody. <laughs> Please. Starring Chris Renaud, I guess. To bring it back home, it really has been a fun time. And we definitely would not have gone as long as we did if people didn't listen or comment mm-hmm. and share the episodes and also talk to us about the movies they liked, yeah. our takes on the movies, the movies that matter to them. And that's really what it's all been about is the movies we've seen share with other people. And as far as the Bagel Boys go, Bagel Boys uh, are watching the sunset on their Bagel Beach bungalow here. <laughs> but we'll still be out there. Who knows what other projects or other things we might do in the future. And Oh, yeah. You know. In memoriam here, like... Uh, Can you play yeah. See You Again, the Wiz Khalifa song uh, over this whole thing? <laughs> Charlie Puth. If I am going to do a musical cue, we'll unintentionally, not for the our show, but I do want to say in memoriam for episodes that were, I'm talking, we had watched, had notes on, and were preparing... Mm-hmm to like implement into a mini series so we can play the bagpipes one last time here not for our show but for the movies that were almost there first and foremost was the polar express yeah that was 100 percent my fault which scheduling around christmas yeah. is difficult as it may be so really there's no fault here or there but it was one of those things that we had talked about ad nauseum like yep. leading up to it that one for you one for me Yep. And we just got it's the one Grinch. One for me, none for you. <laughs> <laughs> one of the other ones was the offshoot spy movie from 2015 called The Man from Uncle, starring Henry Cavill. 100% my fault. <laughs> Daniel, and again, this is the one I respect you for the most because you were just like, no, I don't want to talk about it. And I was like, I guess we're not talking about it. <laughs> I didn't even You don't even it. hate the movie, right? No. Like, it, it's a I, fine movie. It was fine. I was just Give not having a good score time. for Man from Uncle. I watched half of it. I didn't oh, even didn't finish. finish it. I didn't finish it. Oh, well, this story's left on. There's I think it was like a busy end. week, <laughs> and I watched it, and I was not liking it. Yeah. And I was like, I don't. I, I, and I just wanted to pull the plug. Okay. <laughs> Very selfish. It picks up in the back half. It's Oops. not like a favorite of mine okay. either. Well, I just This isn't the last episode. We're going to do one no, more no, on Man no. from Uncle. <laughs> Coming out next week no. with Bagel Face. No. <laughs> Every musical cue we've ever had will be back. Daniel B. Bagel will be back on the show. Daniel B. Back Bagel. Back from we the dead. Um, Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise will also guest star. What was the other one? Uh, oh, uh, downsizing. Downsizing, which I I think I said on our Batman episode, I bought. I have it. Yeah. And then the other one was Born, like the other Born movies. We just had to cut them. It was, the miniseries yeah. got too long. We, we had waited about too long well. in the year. Yeah, it was yeah. more scheduling than yeah. anything. But I had watched some of those because I was trying to get ahead of the game. And I was like, you know what? We don't have time. There's no yeah. time for for, for born. <laughs> no time for born. Yeah. Play the no time to die and the born music together. A little sandwich. Yeah. Other overall though, really no regrets with the show. I've yeah. Learned so much, not just about movies, but about Daniel about and our friendship. friendship. <laughs> we learned about friendship. <laughs> And why it's overrated. <laughs> How many programs I can have running on my computer before it just crashes. Yep. 
so many life lessons along the way. And you know what? It exceeded my expectations, this show, and the reception yeah. to it. And I hope it did for all of you listening, wherever you are out in the world. And you know what? We do a final bless your blorts. I think I think it's time. I think it's time to send this this puppy off in, in its little canoe towards the waterfall with some sort of flaming arrow <laughs> situation here. And it's time to let go. I'd rather this be on our terms than us like struggle to put something out for the next like every other month or something. Mini series would not happen. Uh-huh. And you know what? I think it's more special that we adopted this look back on movies and like different little franchises and miniseries we kind of created on the spot then to just go into hey oh this is what came out like if thing if covid never happened daniel this show would just be everything that came out or was supposed to come out basically mm-hmm. in the last two years yep we would have talked about dune yep top gun maverick batman quiet place all, all of that stuff and I don't know. I think this was the best version of what this could be because it really honestly gave us a lot of time to go back and rewatch stuff, but yeah. also think about movies in different ways. And mm-hmm. Cover you know. movies we wouldn't even think of. Like Snatch. Yeah. Yeah. The Green Mile. Sully is a perfect example. I don't think I would have gone back to yeah. Sully ever. Yeah. We did. You know, when Harry met Sally. <laughs> you're just starting to... Shawshank. <laughs> you know, these classics. Remember Boss Baby? <laughs> Family Business? The sequel, yeah. Schindler's List. No, don't ever. <laughs> Just saying. That The amount of stuff I had to edit out from you in the first several episodes of the show that I was just so afraid, like, people are not going to want to listen to anything more we have to say. <laughs> and me too. I'm, in, I'm just as guilty. But, you know, wow. Wow. What a ride it's been. So many movies in so little time it feels like it was just yesterday we were kids giggling about like what to call the show Uh and now we're here and just you know the movies are still out there so as long as movies are around you can bet your blarts the bagel boys will be around watching waiting (laughs) as guardians i don't know that's good you like it's pretty good it's Guardians of Cinema. Our new podcast starting tomorrow. <laughs> the Guardians, Guardians of Cinema coming to you exclusively on title. <laughs> you have to pay for it. SoundCloud only. Do you guys remember LimeWire? <laughs> You're going to have to weave and duck and dodge some viruses to get the next piece of content from Daniel and I, but it's there. <laughs> you got to dig a little harder for it. We should have called ourselves the Guardians of Cinema. That's so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. As stupid as the Bagel Boys is and related to the amount of people... I've tried to end this episode. I know. We for the last talking. 20 minutes, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. fine. But the amount of people that I've said... like There came a point when... Especially with switching jobs mm-hmm. uh, early on in the show, like to where I was like, okay, yeah, like I do, I host a movie podcast. Oh, really? What's it called? The Bagel Boys Show. Like the the hesitation eventually just yeah. Came, it's called of course it's called the Bagel Boys it's Show. Like Bagel Boys it's a movie show, podcast, right? you know, not meant to be taken yeah, seriously. Yeah. Seriously, we go through different miniseries covering five year old films, franchises, and finally actors. 
And right now we're going through, <laughs> like, just the whole thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's... People the Guardians of Cinema that. is just, it's that's horrible. Way worse. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. we're doing it anyway, so... Um, <laughs> we're doing it live. You know, so... Thank you again. Thank we you keep again. We thank keep, you. We keep, you know, I uh, <laughs> just don't want to let go. But, you know, sometimes, like like I was saying, it's better. It's better this way. It is. Trust us. We don't want to do it anymore. We hate it. We actually hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> We're settling things in court. <laughs> you so, guys thought that Amber Heard and Johnny Depp court case was ugly. Tune in to Daniel V. West. <laughs> he stole my bit. <laughs> Your Honor. This is fraud. <laughs> You can't handle the bit. <laughs> if the the glove does not fit, it won't be a bit. I don't oh, know. No. Jeez. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I was trying to make it work, but that's not gonna fit. Yeah. But oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. well, you know. Okay. In all, in seriousness, you're you gonna thank them again it. for listening. It will. Okay. <laughs> I want to say one last time, bless your farts. Bless your farts. Go watch some movies. Get out there. They're out there waiting for you. Be free, little birds. <laughs> Thank you for believing. <laughs> That's all from us, everybody. Yep. We'll see you at the theaters. Bye. Forever. <laughs> I insert, what's that kid's name? Oh. What? Squints from Sandlot. Oh, Forever. yeah. Forever. <laughs>